Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's Melissa and Austin in the morning on US 99. <sighs> Melissa. What's up? It's, uh, you know, it's late night last night, obviously, uh-huh. as we all know. And, uh, you know, things get, uh, things tend to get, things tend to get uh, scary this time of year, obviously. Right, it's Halloween season. Right, and it's, yeah, spooky season is well upon us. It is, it is, it's, it, I, and I, I think I still, like, to this day, like, whenever I go to bed in a dark bedroom, I still have PTSD from a time when I was younger. Around this time of year, October, I remember, I was in, like, fifth grade. Melissa. Yeah. My mom, being the sweet mom that she is, and I love her to death, she was she was doing this for me, took me to a midnight showing of the Blair Witch Project. What? Yeah. How old were you? I was in fifth grade. Oh my. The Blair Witch Project. Now keep in mind, you remember the Blair Witch Project when it came out, right? Of course. Yeah. Everything around this movie was Oh, it's this is the this is the this is a true story. Right. That was like their whole marketing thing. This right. is a true story. This is found footage. That's what like what we thought it was uh-huh, and everything. Uh-huh. Right. And and so you go into this movie. Obviously, like months later we found out, okay, that was maybe it was, it was they bent the truth a little bit and all that. But <laughs> a, little a little bit. bit? Well, oh, the whole thing. <laughs> okay. Well, okay. All right, sure, sure. I think of the same thing. It's like, wait a minute, they're alive and nothing happened. <laughs> but but yeah. The whole thing was just like college kids doing a movie. <laughs> So I, I, you know, I, it was terrifying. It is, it is like just a, an adrenaline rush from the start of the movie to the end of the movie. And like my fifth year old brain, I, now part of it, I was like, oh, this is kind of cool. Cause I'm out, you know, I'm at a moon night showing, I'm seeing a scary movie, but that was definitely like a movie for me that I saw way too young, like way too young. Okay. Like, do do either of you guys have like a movie where you just saw at, at an age where you're like, yeah, I probably shouldn't have seen it at that age. I mean, I do. Wizard of Oz. <laughs> Wizard of Oz scared me to death. How? What? <laughs> That's such it, a good no. answer, though, because that is constantly that is ranked scar- one of the, the scariest the movies ever monkeys, made. And then you know the the the, um, the flying monkeys are terrifying. The old wives' tale of the thing swinging back in the back of the woods, mm-hmm. where they said like, "Oh, that was the the Dorothy that was supposed to have the job." I remember being afraid of the cowardly lion oh. initially when he came out. <laughs> <laughs> initially, I was. I mean, because I saw it too young. I mean, I probably saw it when I was like seven, six, six or seven. That is that's terrifying. Mm-hmm. What was yours? Mine was Paranormal Activity. 
Oh gosh. I mean, I was I I was in college, but that that kind of messed me up for a little bit. Okay. Uh, <laughs> you were in college. I don't I don't do scary movies well. <laughs> I was gonna say I was like, wait, paranormal activity? That's not that old. No, of a man, movie. that was before I read anything about it too. So it was kind of the Blair Witch effect. Right? Yeah. You thought it was found footage for a little bit, and right? Then, like I just yeah yeah I was like trying to oh act impressive gosh. in front of a date, and then it just was like, nope, I do not like this. Right. And just drove home in dead silence, like so. This is how I go, huh? Oh, my God. Oh. <laughs> All right, so in honor of spooky season, what is the movie that you saw way too young of an age where you're like, yeah, looking back, I shouldn't have seen that at that age or like it stuck with you. Mm-hmm. It stuck with you forever. Was it the cowardly lion? <laughs> 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 what, or was it something else like uh, the Blair Witch? 312-946-4995. Share with us the thing that just, oh, it sat with you for way too long in your life. And you're like, yeah, looking back, probably shouldn't have seen that movie at that age. 312-946-4995. Tracy and Huntley. Did you see a movie way too young that just scared you to death? Um, yes. I saw Nightmare on Elm Street. Gosh. How old were you? I, um, you know what? I was probably about sixth grade. Oh, my God. Oh, man. That's oh. terrifying. But the thing was, is that the scene where Johnny Depp got sucked into the waterbed. <laughs> yeah. I had a waterbed. No. no. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I'd be like, yeah. I, I would have slept on the couch for a month. Um. I- Slept on the couch for about three months. I bet. Every time the music would come on when you knew something was going to happen. Oh, yeah. That's... I would I would usually leave the room. <laughs> oh, my God. I remember doing that. Too. I saw Johnny Depp, though. Oh, yeah. my gosh. That's so well, funny. Look, I'm that movie is terrifying. Right? Sixth grade? Yeah, I, I think, would say. Yeah. I think I saw it like as like a, a older teenager or adult, and that was... Yeah. Oh, God. Well, thank yep. you so much for calling. <laughs> thank you. Love you guys. Love you, Love too. You. JoJo and Villa Park. Did you see a scary movie way too young? Marlon, my brother was babysitting me when I was six. He made me watch it. Oh my uh, gosh! At six? Yeah. At the at the original it. Yes. Oh. I'm terrified of clowns now. Uh, yeah, oh I God, would that's imagine. Way too young, six years I'd old. I'd be uh, terrified of sewers too, and red balloons. <laughs> How old was your brother? Like fifteen. Oh my gosh! That is. Oh my gosh! I feel like you might be scarred for life at that age. <laughs> like I'm terrified to the idea that you saw that movie. <laughs> yeah, I hate haunted houses and have clowns. I, I get scared. I, and I think I can pinpoint the moment that that. <laughs> that no kidding. How old are you now? Thirty-seven. Oh my gosh! And it still sits with you. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh okay. Well, JoJo, just remember that uh, we all float down here. You'll float too. <laughs> <laughs> you're gonna give her morning. <laughs> She's like, I gotta go. I gotta go. You're giving her PTSD. Yeah. Well, thanks for calling, Jojo. Tim in St. Charles. Did you see a scary movie when you were way too young? Yeah, I was in second grade, and my my parents obviously didn't know what it was about, but my aunt took me to the movie Seven Se- with with, uh, uh, with Brad, Brad Pitt. Pitt. Yeah, and the best part of it was I went to school the next morning, and I told my teacher, "I know what you do on this weekend." And I said, "I saw this movie Seven, and her face was almost as, as good as watching the movie at that <laughs> age because her jaw just dropped, and I was like, my parents were like, don't tell anybody don't <laughs> about watching." Them. Don't tell anybody that we took you to see Seven. Well, that movie is scary, though, too. At the end, isn't it? I don't want to have a spoiler alert What's or anything. What's in the box? It's yeah. in a box. Yeah. What's in the box? Ugh. What's in the box?
Oh, that's just wrong. Yeah, and the, all the different murders like leading up to that one. Yeah, right. Yeah, that's it, that's like more of like a slow paced, like suspenseful, scary. Yeah. But but I could see that seeing that at a young age. My goodness, what? How old were you when you saw it? I was in second grade. <laughs> About seven. Seven years old. Seven to seven, yeah. Oh my gosh, way it, it too was, young. In the end, though, because I became, I became a police officer in the end, so maybe, oh, maybe uh, that helped my uh, path. There, well, there you, go. you go. There you go. Serve and protect. You know what? It turned out to be good. You know what? I think more kids should see seven at, at such a young age, <laughs> no, right? No, 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 no. Yeah, we're agreeing. We're like, no, we don't think so. <laughs> well, well, thanks so much yeah. for calling. Thanks, Tim. Uh, yeah. yeah, so I guess I guess seeing movies that young can like really have effect with you later on in life. I mean, like for me, for example, I'm not an outdoorsman anymore. <laughs> oh, really? Because of Blair Witch Project. Because I saw Blair Witch Project in, in fifth grade, midnight showing with my mom. So, yeah, I, I can't. And you, I'm, I imagine you're probably terrified of tornadoes. I, I, I can't. <laughs> I know. I'll never live in Kansas. <laughs> Ruby Red Slippers, though? I'll take some of those. Okay. <laughs> we need to play. One's got to go. I love it. I love it, Melissa. I know you do. If you've I got you uh, if you've got some options you'd like to submit our way for one's got to go, you text them right now to forty four ninety nine five. And today, oh, get look who's here! Who do we have? Look who is here! It's our friend Lindsay in Plainfield. Lindsay, how are you this morning? Good. How are you? Good. Doing, doing fantastic. Good. You ready to play a game to wake you up this morning? Sure. Good. Sure. <laughs> have you ever played one's got to go with us before? I have not. Well, welcome oh, to the show. You are in for a treat. Well, actually, it's Thank it's actually you. really hard. It will put you on the spot at some point. Yeah. Uh, oh goodness. Okay. <laughs> so, Kyle, let's let's go ahead and put Lindsay on the spot. <laughs> All right. It's going to be a little cold today, so let's start off with some hot drinks. One's got to go, Lindsay. Hot chocolate or hot apple cider? Which one's got to go? I guess I would probably say hot chocolate. Hot chocolate's got to go? Mm. Yeah, I like all the fall things, so I'm going to stick with apple cider here. So That's hot chocolate's got to go. Okay, you're, ro- you're a romantic kind of girl, aren't you? Uh, yeah, I would say sometimes, sure. Okay. Yeah. The fall has like a romantic feel to it, it I It does, think. yeah. Bundle up it with does. a sweater. You yeah. know, you know, cuddle on apple a hayride. Cider. Yeah. So today, I agree with you. Hot chocolate's got to go. Give me the apple cider and, like you said, a hayride and raking some leaves. Yeah. Not too many leaves, though. Not. Yeah, I appreciate both you girls, and I think those are very fine answers because I, I do also like the fall. But my goodness, hot chocolate? Are you kidding me? I love hot chocolate. <laughs> Give me hot chocolate all day, every day, and twice on Sunday with marshmallows. Sure. Okay. Whipped cream? Why not? Oh, do it Throwing a little flavoring? I don't care. Just give me the hot chocolate. (laughs) Fair enough. All right. Next one up. One's got to go. Sticking with a fall theme, but spooky this time. One's got to go, Lindsay. Mike Myers, the, you know, the actual, not the actor, but the... (laughs) Michael Myers. Yeah. Michael Myers. There we go. From Halloween. Yeah. Or Scream, the movie. Ooh. Oh, goodness. I can't... Maybe Michael Myers. Michael Myers got to go? Yeah, I think he's got to go. I feel like he is a little bit uh, creepier to me than the, you know, than the scream. So I would say Michael Myers. Really? Yeah. No. That that, that scream long face, that mask. (laughs) Yeah, right? It's creepy. Ugh. Mike Myers. Uh, Yeah. 
I don't know. I can't pick, so I'm just going to go with you. <laughs> don't go with you, Lindsay. I can't decide. You know what? You know what? I, I just can't pick. I, I'm I'm agreeing. I'm agreeing. It's unanimous. Not only is Scream my favorite, one of my favorite film franchises of all time, yeah. um, but also Michael Myers, dude. He keeps dying and then keeps coming back in new movies and he's just he's just well clearly he's not dying well right yeah well but he but he's 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 destroying jamie lee curtis he's he's bugging her victimizing her and yeah. what does she do other than star in a few she's, activia commercials she's making a lot of money from him is what she's doing well that's that's okay that's also true all right kyle let's do one more last one Lindsay. one's got to go with the fall season or florida georgia line the band Oh, man, that's really hard for me because I do really love Florida Georgia Line, but mm-hmm. fall is my favorite time of the year. Ooh. Oh, no. Oh. We told you it was really going to get tough. I mean, I, I do love music. I guess I'm going to have to say the fall season because I do what? love Florida Georgia Line. Really? You gave up the fall know, for that? Oh. I did because I, I I mean music is I I love uh, listening to music and they put on a really good show. They so. do. Well, how about this? How about this? How about we play Florida Georgia Line just for you? Yeah, and I guess it fits too because there is no really there's not really a fall season on the Florida Georgia Line, right? Austin, we got an email from Richie, who is from Wicker Park, who seems to be a really nice brother because he's been lending some money to his brother, but. I guess, Richie, your brother is not lending that money back, so you came to Dear Melissa and Austin to maybe get a little advice, huh? Yes. Good morning, guys. Um, I definitely could use your advice on this one. So um, I gave my brother a loan to help him buy uh, his first condo. This was in the West Loop about 15 years ago. Um, and, you know, at that time, obviously, the West Loop wasn't what it is now. Yeah, it was right. a really great investment, and, and it's worked out. Now, I still haven't seen one dime of, of it owed back. He, you know, every time I bring it up, he just shuts it down, saying things like, oh, you know, I'm not going anywhere. I'm your brother, um, you know, blah, blah, blah. Once I sell this place, I'm going to get a huge return on it, and I'm going to pay you back. And But he doesn't have any, you know, intention of selling it. So I'm just kind of like waiting for him to pay me back. Well, now he's engaged and he wants uh, a little bit of assistance on basically another loan um, for the wedding venue that his fiance really has her heart set on in the South Loop. And he even said, oh, like, I, you can charge me interest. I promise I'm going to pay you back. Um, and now I can't help but feel like I'd be not naive for giving in and, you know, helping out my brother again. But, you know, it, it, it is my brother, um, even though I have no idea when I'll be seeing that money back from him. Um, I feel a bit torn. Yeah, no, I, I, I don't know. I don't know about you, Melissa, but yeah. personally, you can't give him any more money until he, you know, that he's good for paying you back. Because if he's asking you for a loan or, or help financial assistance with the wedding, which I understand that weddings are very expensive and and things that you don't necessarily account for, but that tells me that he doesn't have the excess money to even pay you back. So if you lend him the money, you're going to be further in the hole. Unless you wanted to give it to him as a gift, I wouldn't expect seeing any more loans that you give him back to you. Yeah, I'd be worried about that, too. I feel like I, you know, I'm the older brother. I, you know, he's my only brother. I've always looked out for him and whatnot. And it's not a matter of like the money for me. I can afford to help him out again. It's more of the principle. I don't want him to like 
get used to every milestone in his life. He's like, I'm going to call my brother and right. ask him to help. Yeah, I think you'd be setting a bad precedent if you just, you said, okay, well, yeah, I'll, I'll give you money here. Because then the next time, you know, like if he gets in a car wreck, he's going to ask you for money for a new car. You know, like things like that are just going to always come up. I mean, as a bigger brother, I think I would personally just use this as like a teachable moment in a way. And I know like most of the time those come from parents rather than siblings. But I would just be like, Dude, I can't give you any more money until you pay me back for the last money. Like, you, you have to be good for when you take out loans or when you borrow money from people, you have to be good for paying them back. And you haven't proven that to me. So why? I, maybe even just ask them, like, why would this time be any different? I think you do, as the big brother, kind of have to put your foot down and just basically say, listen, dude, I it, you you have to you have to be good for your word. And, and so far you haven't been. So yeah. in, until you can prove me that you can pay me back the, for the first time. I'm not going to be able to loan you any more money for any any major life things. And just kind of set, you know, just put up the boundaries there. Because even though he is your brother, the boundaries still are important in a relationship. And you don't want to be walked all over. Um, yeah, I think that, that definitely helps clear uh, things up for me. So I really appreciate your advice, guys. Yeah, well, Richie, thank you so much for calling Dear Melissa and Austin. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. It's Melissa and Austin in the morning on US 99. It's Melissa and Austin here on US 99, Chicago's country station. You can follow the show at US 99 Mornings on TikTok, Instagram, and Twitter. And right now we're joined by one of my favorites, Mr. Jake Owen. And he's going to be at the Rosemont Theater tonight. Jake, dude, how are you, man? I'm awesome. I am so excited to come see you guys. Oh my gosh, dude. You know, the feeling is mutual, man, because I feel like it's been forever. And yeah, too, like the Rosemont Theater tonight is going to be absolutely rocking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. I can't wait, man. It's uh, it's something I'm really excited about. I, I tell people all the time that Chicago is probably uh, my favorite place to play, not only just to play music, but I just love Chicago in general as a town. Yeah. And um, it, it generally is my favorite spot for all these years I've been I've been doing this. Uh, you guys have always been really good to me. Are wow. you going to be able to have any fun here while you're in town? 
Uh, I am going to have some fun. Uh, I'm looking forward to it. I'm bringing uh, my little girl, Pearl, with me who loves Chicago, too, and and she's excited to be with her dad and have a good time. That's awesome. That's nice. awesome. You two have such a cute relationship, and I love I love getting to uh, see her kind of grow up through your through your social media just, like, through the years. And um, Because, uh, uh, Jake, the last time I saw you in person, and you probably don't even know this, but I wanted to uh, connect the dots— you was uh, you and I were hanging out at a Waffle House one one time, and this Waffle House was closed off to the public because it was in the middle of your real life music video shoot. One of the two doofuses shaking his butt behind you in that music video was was yours truly. I I and it was an honor to shake my booty in the real life music video behind you singing. That that's great. I'm glad that I could get put the two and two together now. Right, you, you, right. That's great. <laughs> yeah. So Thank Jeff you. Venable, the director of that video, is my best friend, and I was getting ready to move to uh, move out, move away from Nashville. And as his going away present, he uh, he said, "Hey, why don't you come be in this Jake Owen video?" And uh, dude, that was one of the that that was such a uh, such a fun day and such a fun shoot because. I mean, the, just the video alone. Kevin Harvick was there. It was. It's an incredible Sounds video. Sounds like it was fun. Yeah. Yeah, that was a lot of fun. That's cool. I'm glad to hear that. Yeah. <laughs> well, Jake, dude, we cannot wait for yes. uh, tonight. It's uh, we've been, had this date circled on our calendars for such a long time, and we're so excited to see you, man. It's been way too long. You know, every time you know your your music comes on in the studio, Melissa and I are constantly just turning it up. You know, like normally, you know, there's some songs, <laughs> yeah, sure, we, we we tune it down, but when a Jake Owen oh, song no, comes yeah, on, yeah, not Jake Owen, it, we turn it up because every single one is is such a hit. And it's and it just brings a lot of joy to our lives. So we we cannot wait to see you uh, do it live tonight. Wow. Well, thank you guys so much. That means a lot to me. And um, not only are you saying that, but I mean the proof there has been in the so-called pudding. Because since uh, my my radio tour coming and and introducing myself to the world as a as an artist, I remember coming to Chicago for the pretty much the first time and coming to y'all's studio and sitting up there and playing for everybody and. Um, for a lot of years, you guys have been there for me and supported me, which has allowed me to build a great following and a lot of fans there in Chicago. So can't wait for tonight. We're going to rock it. Yes. Everybody, I can't wait to see you. And uh, this is a show, like I said, that I've never – I mean, it's totally different and, and than anything I've ever done. I'm really excited. So I'm excited to show everybody. Yeah. Well, thanks so much, Jake. We appreciate you taking the time. And, yeah, we'll see you tonight. Heck yeah. Thank you guys so much. Looking okay. forward to it. Nice talking to you. See you soon. You too. See you guys. Okay. Bye-bye. I think we're going to get to know Kai a little bit. I guess he wrote something when he was younger. It was some sort of book in elementary school, and we're making him read it even though it will get him completely canceled <laughs> yeah. because it's it's supposed to be that good. We haven't heard this yet, but he said, he's like, yeah, guys, I wrote this thing, yeah. and we're like, okay, you're reading it on the air. Yeah. It's not great. Uh, just preference. I've, I've grown up. I've learned learned why this is not great. But uh, the book is called uh, The Day My Team Lost, which I didn't know what this story was about when I saw the title. So I figured, you know, I you wrote didn't a, even remember writing it. No, I figured it was about the Cubs, the Bears, the University <laughs> of Illinois, any Chicago sports any team, that team I, love. I cheer for. Okay, yeah. what is it? So this is how it starts. On Saturday, my basketball team, the Hawks. Played the Bulls. Oh, oh nice. okay. We had, we had never played them before. We had never seen them before. <laughs> the Bulls were all girls. Oh, wow. Oh, uh, you know the, what that means. <laughs> the Incredibles. <laughs> the Hawks, my team, were all boys. 
<laughs> we knew we could beat an all-girl oh, team. Oh, wow. Oh, wow, you're wow, in trouble. Kyle. Wow. Yeah. Wow. You're being the rude ga- to the girls right now. <laughs> the game started. We were surprised. They were very good. Oh, wow. Mm. Surprised that f- females can be athletic, Kyle. Wow. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> they scored right away. Mm. The Hawks were embarrassed. The game went on. We were losing by a lot. I was mad. Okay. Yeah, it well, seems like is, you underestimated the females. Yeah, this is profound. <laughs> we wanted to run and hide, but we didn't. We tried and tried to do better, but we were not as good as the Bulls. Wow. Right. We lost 14 to 2. Yeah, as you should have. Yeah. And here's where uh, here's where I might uh, be looking for another job here oh, in no. a second. Th- oh. th- there's a worse did, part? Yeah, it didn't yeah. already happen? <laughs> that Saturday, we learned girls... Can be better at basketball than boys. Oh, that was the day you learned. So before that, you thought girls Unbelievable. sucked at sports. And then I got a little quick note here from my teacher, Mrs. Uh, uh, Mrs. Lever, my yeah. kindergarten teacher. I hope she, I hope she chastised you. <laughs> kind of the opposite, Kyle. This is a great story. What? That's a, a little bit of a stretch, Mrs. Lever. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes girls can be good at sports too. Keep writing. Oh, she took it the other way. Yeah. 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 Well, it, looking at it from a scope of today's day and age, I don't know, Kyle. It, oh, wait. Hang on. Oh, I just got a Google. Oh, my gosh. Kyle, you're <laughs> trending. You're trending online right now. Uh, You know, I don't know what you think about girls today. <laughs> Look, I, I'm a Chicago Sky <laughs> diehard but, fan. Why I don't hope you, you've learned your lesson. Kyle, why don't you look Melissa in the eyes right now and tell her what you think about females I, you know in what? sports. Females know. are better than males at everything, and it was proven in the hit series, The Day My Team Lost, <laughs> by Kyle Milnamo. A groundbreaking book at its time, some would say. Wow, Kyle. Wow. I'm sorry to my mom and my sister and, and, and me. Every woman. And it's a great day to be alive. I know the sun's still shining when I close my eyes. Julie in Chicago. Hey, Julie. What's your great news? Um, I'm a, I'm a mom of a special needs child. He's an angel. Well, he's not a child anymore. He's 22, nonverbal, and uh, severely de- de- uh, delayed. And um, he's a lot of work. He, I'm his main caretaker. I have to do everything for him. My husband helps out, but he's got to work two jobs. And then uh, I recently, you know, not recently, but I had brain cancer. I recently had a, a knee replacement. So I just never could get away, especially with my son. So my girlfriend and I are going, I can't wait. We're going this Saturday to Milwaukee to stay at the Potawatomi overnight. And we're going to play the game Deal or No Deal. So I'm so excited. Oh, Oh my gosh. Good for you. That is awesome. That's, I mean, a well-earned getaway for you. It is. So how are you playing Deal or No Deal? Yeah, at the Potawatomi Event Center, they're having it Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, and the host is going to be, I forgot his name, but it's from The Bachelor, and they're just going to randomly go around, pick people out of the audience to play, so. Oh, that's awesome. um, It'll be fun, and we got good seats, and, you know, a nice hotel room, we're going to have dinner, and this was my friend from high school, so, uh catch up and everything so i just cannot wait that is so great that's great i love that you're getting a chance just to kind of get away and re-energize yourself and have a little bit of fun and spend some time with friends that's great and hopefully win money yeah right hopefully win some money now julie remember remember if you get chosen and you get into play deal or no deal never take the banker's first offer okay no no yeah i know 
okay. <laughs> She's like, oh, yeah. That's uh, good advice. It'll be a good suitcase. <laughs> right. Yeah, right. exactly. Well, if you win that big money, you better call us back and let us know. I sure will. Oh, well, have a great time. Yeah, Julie, we're Thank so happy you. for you. Enjoy yourself and be safe, Thanks, okay? Guys. Love you guys. Okay, love you you too. Megan and Lyle. Good morning, Megan. What's your great news? Morning. I called in regarding baby items because I was due with my fourth. He was born in September. Okay. Congratulations. Nice. And he is now 20 pounds at a year. Wow. Nice. Good. You're feeding him. And they had some issues with some weight gaining, and he's doing phenomenal now. Oh. That's awesome. Okay. Well, what did they do to fix it? Uh, they gave us some, you know, supplementing, some formulas, and now that he's able to have whole milk and letting him do it that way, and he's gaining the weight and crawling and getting into trouble. Is, <laughs> well, that just what he yeah, should dog, be doing. Yeah, right. He's a boy. <laughs> exactly. Uh, that is great news. <laughs> Megan, what's his name? His name is PJ. PJ. I love it. What's PJ stand for? Patrick John. Patrick Aww. John. That's, that's a great name. Is he named after anybody in your family? His daddy. Aw, that's really nice. So he's a junior. Yes. Oh, I love that. Nice. Well, great. Yep. So he he rounds out our family of two boys and two girls. I love that. Wow, very nice. Well, you give PJ a very big old hug from Melissa and Austin, okay? Will do. We listen to you guys every morning. All right. Thank you so much. Yeah, thank you, Megan. Yep. Have a great morning, guys. You You too. too. U.S. 99 and the Chicago Daily Beats with Melissa and Austin. I have the, to me, the craziest news, and I'm thinking that you might be thinking the same thing. Okay. Are you ready? I hope so. Is it good news or bad news? It, well, it depends because on how you take this news. The human brain has been grown in a lab that has learned (laughs) to play video games in five minutes. Wow. Like what video games? Is it that? <laughs> that's yeah. all you care about is what no, video a, games? That's a, that's, a, that's a good question. That's a good follow-up. You, can, you can grow a brain anytime. All or right. video games. Because if it's like Tetris, it's like, oh, okay. I yeah. can play that too. They started yeah. with an easier video game. Pong. Oh, that's the easiest of the video We're just games. wasting money at this point. I'm yeah, brains. right. Well, well, if you're going to grow a brain, a brain. Grow a brain to play like Call of Duty. Yeah. Yeah. Grow a brain to play Madden. They grew a brain, you guys. I don't know if this is good or bad. It freaks me out. Yeah. And a brain that they grew that doesn't belong to anybody has the potential to learn. But like, it, this is weird. Yeah, but it's, it's only learning Pong. Yeah. You know, it's like, uh, oh, you scared. learned Atari? You know, mm-hmm. that's not even Super Nintendo. Oh, my gosh. I mean, all it takes is you get a brain seed, you plant it, you water it a right. couple times, you, take you care get some of it, A little tender love and care. Yeah. That thing, that brain is... You know, it's playing Pong in no time. <laughs> you guys are ruining the, my scary story. <laughs> okay. I'm out. I'm out. <laughs> no. No, it is. It, that is terrifying. I'm the only one freaked out. That's brain probably. Because that, that's not artificial intelligence. Artificial that's intelligence. actual intelligence. Yeah. Artificial intelligence, by the way, it took 90 minutes to learn how to play Pong. It took the real brain five minutes. Well, that's just because computers are idiots. Am I right? Am I right? Good <laughs> up for human brains. If right? only, like, the scarecrow could have gotten that brain right. You know, Wizard of Oz reference. Okay. Well, that scares... Uh, don't scare Melissa. She hated that movie growing up. <laughs> I loved it. It just scared me. Yeah, it's terrified her. It? I, it terrified me, too. That and the scene from E.T. with the uh, astronauts. Melissa. Yes. It's 
835-ish. All righty. Which means it's time to play the 5 at 835. And today we have got Alicia and Bartlett and Scott in Manhattan. Scott, say hello to Alicia. Hello, Scott. Scott? Can you hear me? I hung up. I win. Oh, Scott. <laughs> nice try. I love it. All right, guys. It's time to play the 5 at 835. You are attempting to win tickets to go see Carrie Underwood at the Allstate Arena on October 22nd. Brought to you by Pacific Foods. New organic soups now available at Jewel Osco. Now we've got five country questions. The most important part is your name is your buzzer, okay? Yes. Okay. All okay. right. With all of that said, let's play. Question number one. What country music band released a cover of the song Life is a Highway for the 2006 film Car? Alicia. 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 Oh, no. I just threw a blank in Rascal Flatts. Is it Rascal Flatts? It is Rascal Flatts. All right. Alicia's on the board. One nothing. Question number two. Alicia. Who sings Achy Breaky Heart? Alicia. Scott. Alicia. <laughs> oh, my God. Um... Oh, I just hang on, hang on. Three seconds. Uh, Billy Ray Cyrus. Is it Billy Ray Cyrus? <laughs> okay. All right, that's question two. three. Alicia leads to nothing. Right, Scott, you're going to have to yell your name faster. <laughs> I'm going to have to. <laughs> okay. Question number three. Which country artist is known for not only a song, but also an ESPN documentary called The Boys of Fall? Three seconds. Okay. It was Kenny Chesney. We were looking for Kenny Chesney. Uh, All right, Scott, you're going to need these next two if you want to tie it up. All right. Question number four. Who announced a world tour and sings One Too Many? Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Here we go. Scott. 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 Uh, Jake Owen. Is it Jake Owen, who's playing Rosemont Theater tonight? Uh, it is not. Alicia, you want a chance? Uh, Sure. Let's see. Keith Urban? Is it Keith Urban? It is not, but technically it doesn't even matter because Alicia has a 2 nothing lead heading into question five. Alicia, you've got yourself a new pair of tickets to see Carrie Underwood. Congratulations. Thank you. Congratulations, Alicia. All right. (laughs) Thank you, Scott. (laughs) Well, that's nice. You guys are very pleasant. So, Alicia, hang on the line. Scott, thanks for playing. You can always try to play again tomorrow with a 5 at 835 on Melissa and Austin. On US 99. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 
Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. Thank <laughs> you.